1: So
2: suddenly. Suddenly salad? Mm-hmm.
1: You have it in a yeah, box. In a box. And you boil water, you put the noodles in there, and then BAM you have got a salad. Yeah. Yes. Suddenly. S- suddenly. It's that sounds like it's just spagoot. Yeah. It's kinda of, well, yeah,
2: you gotta put the oil That's an in Italian there that's thing. an Italian salad. Spagoot. Spaghetti A spagoot. A spaghetti a spa- a spaghetti. A no, no, no ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the panel discussion. My name is Micah, and I—or oh, sorry, let me start that again. Porcupine Jones, baby, that's right. Jones, of course. No, no, no. I'm full on porcupine Jones today. Porking around over here at best I can. I'm really intrigued about this uh, spagoot Italian salad you speak of, Schmitty. I'm joined alongside the handsome face, Schmitty. Schmitty, sir, it's not necessarily
1: an Italian dish. It's more something, a salad you'd use in the summertime for, you know, they have uh, uh, macaroni salad. It's more like a macaroni salad, right? Okay, yeah. It comes in a box. I believe it's a Betty Crocker product, uh, and it's just suddenly salad. And uh, it makes me laugh because it's like you... Put there's it, you, no lettuce. No, there's no lettuce in this. It's clearly as fat as, as fuck. You put oil in it. <laughs> you put some mayonnaise in there. Bam! You suddenly have a salad. Made out of noodles and shit. And suddenly, sometimes you can spice it up. You can put whatever you want in there. Like I made one this last weekend. I put in some jalapenos. I put in some uh, red onions. Yeah, and if you want a little crunch, put just a little crunch. hot sauce in that. Son of a bitch! Throw some
2: Doritos in there. Adds That's a nice the taco little salad. You're, you're insane. Oh, That's for okay, the taco okay. salad. That is-
1: I also no, no, made no. You, one of those over you, this. Weekend. You take
2: that and you open up a bag of Doritos and you put the suddenly salad into the bag of Doritos and you eat it with the a cooked fork. Cooked or uncooked. Uh, I would say uncooked. Uncooked? Okay, so like the noodles nice crunch. are crunchy, too. I like a nice crunch. Man, your teeth yeah. are going to be fucking shot. Hey, dental plan. Lisa needs braces. I I am a big, I'm really big on the whole, like, let's get rid of the mayonnaise-based salads at picnics. Yeah, because they're out in the sun. Yeah, it, absolutely. And and your sometimes belly hurts every time it afterwards. Takes, yeah. It takes three days for me to make a proper potato salad because yeah. you got to get it just right. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying, let's get rid of these mayo mayonnaise based salads. Very, this is
1: very. Uh, this is very timely this
2: week with Fourth of July coming. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to help people out here. Yeah. So you got your watermelon. All right, yeah, yeah, you got a little bit of twang to it. Put a little salt on it, Petey, right? Yeah, Petey Green uh, knew
1: exactly.
2: He he did. He yeah. knew exactly. Now, no one would get too much salt on it. No, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, just a little bit. A uh, little salt
1: on a sweet melon. And
2: then you get your you get your salads, your pot, your dishes that are more of a vinegar base as opposed to a mayo.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not wrong on that aspect. So p- I, I I mean I love a good broccoli salad, and that's a lot of that's some all honey. Right. Are you some well, apple cider vinegar in there? Unfortunately, it's mayonnaise based sometimes too. But are you one of those crazy bastards that put like craisins? And oh raisins fuck yeah! And you need the like sweet that? to uh, uh, to offset the crunch. You put some craisins in there. You put some almond slices in there. You put some bacon bits in there. All right, I could, you I'm put I'm some with the bacon. cheese yeah, in there. Yeah, all right, and I you're just
2: fucking I, off to the races. I mean, the, the shit I'm gonna take after that mixed with the. The broccoli and the raisins and the mayonnaise and the oy, yeah, no, good stuff. forget good stuff. about it. That'll really clean you out, man. So that's I, how I, I'm spending I, July fifth.
1: How how was your week going?
2: You having a good week? I had a great week. I had a great week too. I I took uh, took my nieces over to the boxing gym. I got them in the ring for some work. They're six and three. They did great. And uh, then after that, I took them to Eighteen Mile Creek for a hike. I uh, drove forty minutes back home, and that's when my niece discovered she had a leech on her foot. Oh. Yeah. Did you burn that fucking thing off? Burn the fucker right That's off good. of there. And I good. I tried handing it to her to name it and she was just too traumatized.
1: Yeah, that'll happen. Leeches are pretty filthy creatures.
2: No, they're not. Sticks you gotta worry about. Oh man. yeah, ticks. Leeches are the ones, yeah. leeches go on you and they just suck and suck and suck, just like Betty Crocker, uh, until they fall off. And they just can't take it anymore. They can't, that's too much blood. They've sucked. Way too much, man. Yep. man I, I they, went they, to but a, they don't give you anything weird. I went to a nice
1: consignment shop over the weekend. Oh, you did oh, now? Oh, I did, yeah. I picked myself up. Uh, let's see here. I got myself a, a Janine, real Ghostbusters OG figure. Interesting. How much happy. was that? That was $12. That's
2: not a bad. good find. Good find. How's the condition?
1: Uh, not too bad. I had, uh, you know... Give it a little give bath. A little bubble bath. Put it in a little
2: bubble bath. A bubble, a bubble bath.
1: And I found myself a Duke Nukem. Not for the Nintendo 64 okay. from the Captain Planet and the Planeteers. I that was $8.
2: Don't remember Duke Nukem he from Captain was, Planet.
1: He, he was uh, glow-in-the-dark. He kind of was big hulking guy. But uh, he kind of looked like Abomination a little bit, I'd say. I mean, did, a he red have, did he have
2: bumps on him? Uh, he, red Mohawk. I remember. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yep. That was his name, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yeah. I don't remember any of the heels from that. Curtain. You would probably
1: remember him more
2: if you if you saw. If him. There's I just the saw one
1: pigley guy. Yeah, like I, do, I, do, I do remember yep. him. And then yeah. there was the, the hot girl, but then like half her face was all fucked up. Oh yeah, and she Two-face had the computer. They yeah, her. she 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 had the computer boyfriend.
2: Oh, that's just like Plankton with yep. his uh, computer wife Karen. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's that where they got the idea sense. from. Yep.
2: That uh, hey, there was absolutely. a rat. There was one guy who kind of looked like the Rat King. I was just gonna say there yep. was an episode that involved a rat-like yep. humanoid yep. that gave a kid from high school AIDS. Yeah, he'll get aids. Do you remember that episode I don't when remember he scratched that. uh the kid, the kid scored the the Did the he point really? in the game that, and I, I, that they can't had be him real, on a, it's a real thing. Wow, that's awesome. Uh he reached Not even up, bad. scratched him. He looked down, didn't even think about it and then the next scene He's, like, in the hospital coughing with his mom there, and the doctor's saying, you have AIDS. And the mom's like, how could this have happened? And he's like, butt <coughs> sex. Yeah, the doctor basically yeah. said, like, all these things that you could have done, and the, guy, the kid's like, but I've never done any of those things. This yeah. was on
1: Captain Planet and I the Planeteers. I
2: swear to God, this was on gonna Captain Planet I'm going to have to Planet fact check Planeteers. this.
1: I, I don't know if I believe this. Did but, I dream this? <laughs> but the best the best find I got was uh, I got on card Batman and Robin Adventures. I got a al Ghul. And Bane. Wow. In package. Wow. Both of those were $11. Both of them? Both. Both of them. Not $11 a piece. I'm talking I paid $11 and I got both of them. And they're still in the package. Still in the package. That's from the 90s. Yeah. And that's like 93.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's great. How's the packaging? Is it like yellow? It's not, it, no, it's
1: not. I would give it like a, like a B. That's still passing. A couple dings and dents. That's fine. But it's not yellowed. It's not like... Stickers all over it. It's not like bent and folded. Okay, and creased.
2: Have you looked these up? Uh, I'm 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 gonna keep them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always I I, I do the same thing, but I always want to. I know. feel like the market is so just. There's so much fluctuation in the market right now, guys. If anyone's curious who's listening right now, Matt Johnson is not here today. Oh,
1: that's right. Matt yeah. Matt Matt is dealing with some some at home issues. We wish him all the best. We, we love wish, you, Matt. Yep.
2: Matt and uh, the Johnsons. Yes. The Johnson fam, we wish you the best. Uh, we uh, Maybe I'll
1: give him those figures. That'll make him feel better. I'll bring him
2: in. There you I'll go. bring him in here. It'll all make right, them feel better. All right,
1: all right. But not my Duke Nukem or my Janine.
2: Uh, uh, I'm going to rub his feet. Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah, not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. A little and, reflexology.
1: And then... Uh, the other day, the next day, my in-laws came over and I nice cook out with the suddenly salad and the taco salad. And yeah. Some burgers and some hot dogs. We we're having a great day. And then all of a sudden, everybody's done eating. I'm washing dishes like a good husband does. And then all of a sudden, my goddamn fucking turtle is freaking out in its tank. It looks like it's drowning. She's having a fucking epileptic seizure. Maybe she was. Well, she does this every once in a while, so I got to take her out and I got to put her in the yard to get her to fucking calm down. So I take her out what? and I'm holding her.
2: The, wait, this turtle has anxiety? Yeah. They, well, she's in a tank all day doing nothing. Uh, yeah, I guess I would. You're Little pent up. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand what turtles do. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. This is this is from my experience of having this this as a pet for
1: the last 15 years of my life because when I married my wife or started even dating her, I just acquired this turtle that she got when she was 13. <laughs> So, regardless, yeah. I go to take the thing out, and it 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 starts kicking me. Mule kicking me. And I, I'm losing my grip because she's slippery. It's clearly a so, ninja turtle. Yeah, well, I have another story about that for another time. Right. I, I go to cradle her so I don't drop her, because if you drop a turtle and they crack their shell, they're dead. And the f- she fucking bit me right on the palm of my hand. So you threw her up against the wall? And I, I... It was an out-of-body experience. It was so painful. I don't remember... I just remember her biting me, and oh. the next thing I remember is handing, like, she stopped biting me finally, and I'm handing the turtle off to my wife to put her the fuck back
2: in the Hand tank. it off to your kids. Here, just take it. And the fucking attacks your kid's throat. So, my wife was, like, right behind me
1: when this happened. Yeah. And she said I screamed so high-pitched and, like, foolishly that she thought I was joking. Like Daniel Stern? Yeah, pretty much. Like, <sighs> someone put a fucking tarantula on my face, and I screamed that loud
2: <laughs> and that high pitched.
1: <laughs> and then. She thought you were joking. She thought I was joking, so I finally give it to her. I got blood streaming down my wrist. Oh. I walk out the back door, and my in laws were still there, so they rush over to see what's going on. It's a face. I'm fucking Joe Pesci in it yeah. from Home Alone, but I'm not frigid, 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 frigid. I'm dropping F's. And everything. I, I don't even remember what I said. Fucks and cunts. So, uh, it's funny you mentioned the cunt word, because I go upstairs to rinse it out because I just had a fucking raw chicken breast bite me in the hand. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. People don't understand this, that turtles oh, are actually are filthy.
1: salmonella. Yeah. It's like it, it's like if I had a raw chicken breast, and I just cradled it and loved it. And then got bit by it. Yeah. yeah. And then got bit by it. Yeah. So I go upstairs, clean myself up. I come back down. I go, Jen, What? What? what did, did I say anything? And she goes, oh, God. Fuck, you, you said fuck and fucking, and then you said that fucking cunt turtle right in my mom's face. I go, I did not. And she goes, yes, you did. You, you called that fucking cunt turtle. And my the mom was like two turtle? feet away from you. Well, so, I mean, eh, I'm, sure, I'm, sure it happens. She's, I'm sure she's hurt. worst. I apologized worse. to yeah. both my mother and father-in-law. And, and they said, hey, it's okay. Things happen. Uh, you know, when the, two weeks ago they came up to visit. And they got rear-ended on their way home. And she said, you know, they're okay. But she said when it happened, you know, your father-in-law, he dropped some Fs and Cs and bitches and all that. uh, Your father-in-law drops a lot of bitches.
2: mm -hmm. (laughs) Some twats. (laughs) That sounds terrible, man. Now, I saw. It hurt
1: so fucking bad. Now, I'm looking at your hand. I've never been bit by a turtle before, but it's like a beak.
2: And a hook structure that just oh, fucking yeah. digs in. It's I've awful. seen videos of, of guys like, picking They tear turtle. fish apart. They do. Uh, I you, mean,
1: it's not a snapping turtle. It's a red-eared slider, so it's a still. little bit
2: smaller. Yeah. But that's still fucking, like, calcified bone. It has a beak. It a beak. It yeah. literally has a beak that could chomp. Yeah. It's, yeah. It hurts so bad. Can you imagine if it got a hold of your pecker? Oh, like, no, game over. Game over. I would, I would kill me. Game over. Literally just yeah. fucking It'd kill me. It'd be maimed,
1: and it would be unfunctional.
2: Oh. Jesus Christ. So... But that was my weekend. Highs and lows, Highs strikes and, and gutters, lows. man. Yeah, man. The That's dude I... abides. shoots and ladders. You know, same, dude. We, yeah. you know, we all, we all have that. Yeah. Uh, I hope our listeners had a great weekend. Uh, yeah. I'm sure everyone's getting excited about the Fourth of July fireworks. Don't yeah. blow
1: off any fucking appendages.
2: That you're supposed as an American, I feel like uh, there's one in every group. America, yeah, Mar- yeah. Uh, it totally does. I. But first, dude, let's just talk about. The huge little twist here, which was literally right in front of our fucking faces with the name Omega. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck no one put these two things together, Alpha and Omega. Yep. Uh, that Omega from The Bad Batch, a character that Will and I actually are very fond of. Yeah, uh, yeah she got on my good side very quickly. Very quickly, yeah. where you've uh, compared this to Ahsoka, which took you a movie and like two seasons. Yeah, uh, the movie just sucked. I, I mean, I, I, that, don't that movie sucked. That movie, movie sucked. Movie. Yeah, fuck that movie. But like, yeah, uh, it, it took, took like, it took me two seasons. It took like so a like season and a
1: half, two seasons for me to be like, okay, I like Ahsoka yeah. now. Yeah, it no, wasn't they've until done like, that, They've the, done it
2: in less than what uh 10 episodes I started I started liking her a lot by episode 3 yeah, yeah. it's crazy uh, oh dude Such absolutely a good job. Filoni uh,
1: has has streamlined his process yes and how, oh co- come on like he's he is going to do for that shit sequel trilogy what he did for the shit prequel trilogy he's going to make yep. he's going to make shows and build lore Off to make that. it yeah so the sequel trilogy makes more sense like the fucking
2: the snoke clones that were everywhere Okay, now uh, that's what I wanted to ask you. I haven't watched any videos or read anything about that. Were those Snoke clones, or were those uh, uh, Cana Cana Fuck, Camonian, whatever, Camonians? Uh, Because when it when it slid out, it was more its head was too bulbous. I thought you think so because the neck was very long. Snoke didn't have yes, he did. He had a long neck, not like the Camon Cam. Kimonians. people from Camino Camino <laughs> the comi- Camino Camino people the Caminos yeah yeah. I, I, I think it was a clone. Can we just fucking call them the tall whites just, and get you know, it over with? I don't think yeah, that's going to fly These are well. fucking broken In these, are fucking and these dark your ass. times,
1: I don't think the tall whites is going to be a good thing to call. Oh, uh,
2: settle down, you. This has nothing to do with race and everything to do with an alien species. You know what else species. doesn't have anything an to do with race? species. You know
1: what else doesn't have anything to do with
2: race? We'll get the to name that. of we'll Boba Fett's, Fett's ship. ship. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> I want to stay with Bad Batch here. We'll get to that in a second. Well, We're talking about renaming Boba Fett. Let's talk about how they renamed his ship or... D named his ship. All right, now di- is that actually canon though? Because I heard that it's just going to be the cover for Legos. No, that there. No, it was Disney it was, it was, has it, officially changed Disney. It to, no, Disney
1: has asked all the toy companies to stop using that because it's problematic. The
2: toy companies, yes. Okay, is it still Slave One in the series? In I don't canon? know. It's
1: actually never been called Slave One. Only in a in, movie. Only in, in a like show, literature. Only in literature. The only, only in, literature. in comics. Yes. Yeah. That's the only time it's been referred to as Slave One.
2: So that's that's one so thing we're like, We
1: don't know if they're actually going to change the name or if they're just going to. Um,
0: not call it anything.
1: Well, the, no, because on the the toy yeah. products now, they're calling it Boba Fett Starship, which, whatever, is what it is.
2: Yeah. But. I think people are making too big of a deal about it. To be honest with you, they're making like, it way it sucks, too big. a yeah, yeah. I, I I get the whole cancel culture can't see this anymore. Like I get that, but at the same time, like, dude, slave one, that name does kind of suck. I just call it the Freedom Fighter Five. I like the alliteration. I like that too. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't think this is really that big of a deal. I think it's more of a big a deal that the Knights of Ren didn't do anything. <laughs> you yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I understand. That, that'll also be retconned by Filoni eventually.
2: I was just going to say, when you were talking about the, the, the sequel trilogy now, yeah. uh, I have a feeling that down the road, we're going to get something Knights of Ren, either something along the lines of animation or live action. Yep. I would be okay with animation, honestly. Yeah. Because I mean, they've the done a an- great, great job with, as long as they don't go the fucking Resistance Animation route, they won't I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be darker. Uh, but like it's, dude, this animation they use keeps getting yeah, better great. and better and better. That if you go back and watch old Clone Wars seasons, oh yeah, it looks nothing like the way it looks well, now. Just like if you, Batch, if you if you
1: watch like Toy Story three and then you watch Toy Story,
2: oh like, yeah, yeah, piss. Light
1: Years, yeah.
2: All right, so let's go back Pun to the bad. Intended, let's go, I hope. yeah, right. Let's go back to the Bad Batch. All right, what was the big reveal, Will? That uh, Al- uh, Omega is a
1: unaltered clone of Django, yeah, And is then technically the biological sister of Boba. Yes. Which Boba, apparently, we learned in this episode, is called, was originally called Alpha. Alpha. But then was renamed Boba. So we have Alpha Omega, we, biblical shit that we always get with, yeah. with Star Wars, but that's okay. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, it's just as long as you choose wisely, biblical stuff's gonna be okay with you.
2: <laughs> uh but was- I like I like this. I like where this is going. I think this is sweet. I think it's gonna set up. I thought it was I cool think- too that like Fennec's there and we know where Fennec is now with Boba. Yes. So- yes, let's go find my sister. Yeah Fennec. Yeah. I dude, I how about it, man? Let's get Omega. Live action. It'll in happen. The book of, you, think yeah. you think she's going to be in the book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I think everything's going to be connected eventually. I sure. am so excited about that. Uh, also, Dude, this episode was fucking cool. Yeah, it was great. It, it was great was to see really Bane cool. and, and Fennec yeah. uh,
1: battling. A lot of it action. Cool, it was cool to see, like, okay, is Fennec there to help Omega? Yep. And then you
2: realize, oh no, it's just another job to her. Like,
1: like like yeah it she's was, got her morals
2: but it, it was another job but also her job was was to keep yeah. her away from Exactly. So she was helping. Exactly. Which makes Fennec Shan's character even more appealing to me yeah. and more likable. Mhm. Yeah. Um I agree. And uh so happy they didn't kill Cad Bane. <laughs> Yeah, when that, I, that I, explosion happened, I'm like, what yep.
1: the fuck, really, this way?
2: Yeah, I, I thought for sure that they were going to put Fennec Shand over. There were so many freaking teases, like the, Dude. the explosion when he gets knocked off the balcony, yep. and then his,
1: his rocket boots his just rocket. go, yeah. Could you I'm imagine like, if he was going down headfirst, he would have been a goner? Well, I think he, well,
2: trajectory, like turned him ass over tea kettle, and then he was like back but then eventually you get tea kettle over ass if you light those feet the wrong. I mean, hey man, he's he knows what he's doing. I know. I like that his toes have like a button in the boots. Yeah, to, <laughs> it's all good, man. Dude, Cad Bane is sweet. I hope. Uh, honestly, dude, I think we have seen the last of him in this series. I don't. Uh, maybe this season. You think so?
1: Okay. This season, I don't know if they're going to do more seasons or if they plan to, but I think the way that. Um, is being received by the fans. I think they'll do more than one season. This is
2: getting great reviews. Yeah, it's because it's good. It's so it's good. Really good. Yeah, it's great, man. Uh, just, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I am just, I am, I'm loving this, dude. I feel like it's like 20 fucking years ago before there were streaming services, and I had a show every week. Yeah, it's like, like Saturday morning cartoons
1: for fucking. Uh, bingo. It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, great. yeah. it's great,
2: dude. I love it. I. It's almost like fucking. Uh, I'm getting home from high school. Now. Oh. We're getting home uh, from whatever, and the fucking, uh, the Clone Wars is on, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, that's good stuff.
2: Yeah, I like it a lot. It's, it's awesome. Um, with that being said, uh, keeping in the
1: Star Wars mythos, kind of going with Boba Fett. Um, so we've been kind of talking about, like, uh, the Star Wars, the War of the Bounty Hunters. I was excited because I brought Dirge back, and they're doing all this stuff. They brought Kira yeah. Kira back from the Solo saga. And it's basically, it's, it's, it's comic book material that they've already covered, but they're re- doing it to fit the new timeline. Yeah. Kind of like where Shadows of the Empire was for you and I when we were growing up. This is that story. It's Boba Fett chasing Han Solo, yeah. battling with other bounty hunters uh, to get the prize of Han Solo for Jabba. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only do we have the the War of the Bounty Hunters, but apparently there's offshoots. There's like a Jabba the Hutt offshoot. There's going to be a Boba Fett offshoot. That, like, so... That's why I think I, uh, you and I were talking about, like, I'm waiting to get the fucking trade paper back because it's. Agreed. I I'm not going to track all these things. I can't keep tra- track.
2: I can't keep track every uh, how many weeks it is when, the, when fucking issues come out. Yeah. I'm going to wait till it's all in a nice graphic novel put together, put a ribbon on it. Yep. I'll read it then. Thank you very much. Yeah.
1: Uh, but they're introducing a new character in the Job of the Hut number one of Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. That's a mouthful. Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, <laughs> Job of the Hut number one. Uh, her name
2: is Diva What? Lompop. Ooh. I think I saw her at the Colony Gentleman's Lounge last week. She looks like she might belong
1: there. Oh. She kinda looks like oh, Prince Shizor, yeah? green skinned reptilian. She oh she really? But she's got freaking feathers coming out of her hair. Kind of In high. a mohawk oh. of multiple different colors. She screams 1989, 1990. I'll send you a picture. I got it here. Please do. Yes. Um, please, please but, do. Uh, it looks like a very visually interesting character. Uh, okay. I'm curious to see if this this lands. Um, but it seems like they're jamming a lot into this war of the bounty hunters. But basically, her her role in the in the series is going to be that Jabba's pissed off at Boba because he hasn't fulfilled yet. He hasn't tracked down Solo. I you so, saying, so he's got Bob, Boba, Boba T. Vulva. He's mad at his Boba T. Uh, but he's going to hire her to
2: get Solo. Oh, okay. So this oh, must happen pre-Empire. Oh, dude. All right, so uh, Schmitty here, he sent me a picture of uh, D.Va, and I am loving this. Kind of like a Deadpool-looking suit. Uh, knives between her fingers. Definitely green. Definitely feathers and a mohawk. Wow, yeah, I
1: love it. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm visually. here for it. Like it's It's almost one of those things, though, like, this happens in between Star Wars and Empire. She looks cool now, but like she doesn't fit the vibe Ooh, of the yeah. OT trilogy. You know what I mean? No,
2: not at all. She looks a little too comic book. Yeah.
1: Which yeah. that's what the medium is. I get that. But I, th- I feel like there should be a. She's too colorful. Uh, yes.
2: Um, uh, a mesh. But. You feel like she way, should be brown?
1: No. No. Just. Like a
2: brown. Like, uh, like more earth tones? I don't know. She's way too, like sexy and hip looking
1: but they're also visiting planets in these comics that they didn't visit in okay the ot trilogy Fair so enough. like if you look at this picture it looks like there's a huge sk- cityscape behind her yeah Could i've be never Coruscant, I'm, I, but it, it might be you, know? you never know who knows hey man either way uh very interesting though i'm i'm curious to see where that that uh, war of the bounty hunters ends and i'd like to compare it to how Shadows of the Empire was as I was a child growing up.
2: I love Shadows of the Empire. That's one of my favorite Star Wars stories. Yeah. It's a great book. It was a great great book. It was a great video game.
1: I I mean it's and it's still to the point that they could just take it as is.
2: Yep. And interject it into this new mythos and it would not cuz Dash isn't uh, Dash isn't canon. Nope. Neither is Izor. Nope. No. Nope. Uh neither is Suri, right? Uh, not Surrey. Uh who is the uh Jury. Yuri. Guri Guri G-U-R-I. G-U-R-I, right yeah. yeah uh yeah the uh the android that yep. is just so deadly but yet so fuckable
1: I I recently found and I read it which is great and I've thought about doing it as the reading on this panel but it is a sequel to the Shadows of the Empire novel it's a comic book like after the ship blows up yep okay. and it's about Guri And her adventures afterwards. And it ends with her meeting up with Dash Rendar, and then apparently there are more comics where they're a a tandem in the universe. Whoa. Yeah. Are you... What? Yep. Are you grabbing my ass right now? Nope. It's a great comic read. Are you joking my shaft? Uh, I'm not joking it, but I could be yoking it. Mm.
2: Interesting. All right, man. That's cool. Um. And then, uh, as far as Star
1: Wars goes, are you who who's who is the most uh, calm, cool, and collective
2: Jedi master that you know? Oh, Mace Windu. No, he's not that cool. Oh, okay, no, he's nice. He's kind of a dick. Calm he's not a dick. He's just he's emotional. Yeah. Uh, okay. Calm, cool, collective. Yeah. Besides Yoda, because Yoda uh, does. Yeah, stuff
1: definitely Yoda. Yoda I've,
2: I've seen stuff where he diddles kids. <laughs> uh calm, cool, collective. I don't know, man. I'll bite. Who is it? He always has the high ground. Obi-Wan? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's pretty mad chill. Yeah. Yeah, he's very cool. I I thought that was too obvious. That's why I stayed away from that We're getting the Obi-Wan series, right? Yeah,
1: man. Rumor has it that in this series, he's going to have a face-off with an Inquisitor.
2: Yeah, I I read that. And it's
1: described as an epic
2: lightsaber battle. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, No signs of... Darth Maul in this series. I don't want there to be. It's already been wrapped up with Rebels. Rebels.
1: Because Rebels is right if you before. If you do any more, it's going to make it that much more convoluted.
2: I know. It's that scene that We're not going to get that awesome we're not legacy get that scene. comic book yeah. with... Darth Maul with, a, with Uncle, down, Uncle yeah, Owen. With Uncle Owen, yeah. we're not going to get that. It's I not know, I know. Honestly, when I first heard about the Obi wan show, I kind of thought it was going to follow that. But you can't. Where, now. Yeah, the, I know. The, the you tales are I, I know it has, but and I'm not saying like retcon stuff. I just want to see. No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it makes no. No, sense no at it this makes point. it makes no goddamn sense. I, it's just something that I've. I I I want that, you know. And when we finally got that episode between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul, it was beautiful. Yeah. And it, goddamn, the way it just closed that story, it was just, ah. Oh, yeah. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yeah, it was, a lot of people bitched about it because it wasn't the...
1: Well, because people wanted it to be like Phantom Menace again. No, these are two old hodgepodge yes Jedis and Sith that have been like, like, no, I shouldn't say that because... Obi Wan has been studying, and he's a um, better Jedi Master than he was when they first met. Yep. Darth Maul's skills
2: have dwindled and
1: dwindled but a, and dwindled. Yes, due it has to the hate and, it and it due was to the hate. anger. Yes, yeah. uh, and it ate away at him, and so that's he that's was a
2: shell of what he used to be. Darth Maul was just always pushing that rock up the fucking yep. hill, only yep. for it to slide back down again, dude. Yep. That's. And that's Darth, the tragedy of Darth Maul, man.
1: Yeah, that was that was beautiful. I
2: love that shit. It that, absolutely that, that was. That scene it was great. And that was when Obi Wan held him in his arms and looked at him. Yep. It wasn't. It was. It was sadness and pity. Yeah. Uh, because he saw that it was nothing but hate that Darth Maul had. That's all he had. And that's that was it.
1: And then, and you see like the way that Savage Press was like brought up, and it's not like he learned like he he was forced into that yeah you know darth maul was yeah like it's not like he chose to no, be such he, a fucking he did prick not. and a miserable he did fuck not it's just like that that's that's what was his lot
2: in life mm-hmm. so um yep. yeah he was just hidden his whole life man did you watch loki i did will how do you feel about this episode buddy i was bored it's not that I was bored. I just felt that a lot of that shit between Loki and Loki was unfucking necessary. It was a whole episode. It was like forty-two minutes of them <sighs> just
1: like getting to know each other, getting to know you, getting to know all
2: of what, what were they? You. What were they going with here? Because I, I picked up like uh, it was
1: like it didn't go anywhere.
2: No, I thought it was going to be like are uh, like are they going to fuck? What is happening? Like, is that masturbating? I don't know. Um. And, like, for her to have a completely different background than our Loki, and then to, like, not be like, don't call me Loki, I'm not a Loki, like, what the fuck, how the, what? Like, I am utterly confused and bamboozled I, this. That actually kind of, re- I'm hoping that we get answers to this fucking episode, because this episode, like, <sighs> man, everything on the train was weird, uh, Loki getting drunk was weird, um... Loki fucking ruining everything was weird. I just I don't know. I I just There was nothing in this episode that was memorable to me. I watched it twice. No and I feel like you gotta carry this segment because I remember fuck all. Uh it was uh they were on this planet and it was like holy shit no this is like the worst apocalypse you could ever Okay, picked. I remember that. and then they got to charge up the fucking little little gimmick they have so they could they could shoot their asses back someplace else so they don't die on this planet. Okay. I um, I remember that. Yeah, so they like well we got to get to this it was a lot of like social justice where it was like all these poor people were stuck on the planet trying to get on trains they were just letting the rich okay, on Okay, yep, I remember that. Where they that. even they even went like Just the rich people on board, please. Like, something along those lines. But then, you know, the little disguise they got on. They both use their magic. Because they have, you know, they both have different styles. See, I remember that. You're you're painting a great picture They're sitting on the train. They're starting to get to know each other. They're talking about mom. They're talking about how they learn their magic. They're gazing into each other's eyes. And then it was revealed that Loki uh, is bisexual, which... I don't care, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, I I I always kind of thought he was. Yeah, I don't see how this was news to anybody. If you read the comic books, Loki fucks a horse. Um, But, you know, of course, we're not going to talk about his bestiality in the TV show. Uh, We're just going to talk about that. Ah, sugar tax. He's ginger fluid. Ginger fluid. Gender fluid. (laughs) fluid. (laughs) Sorry, Mullen. (laughs) (laughs) This picture of the the cow from South Park. I totally um, am. Yeah, yeah. Just uh,
1: fucking going to town on the mutters.
2: But like honestly, dude, how they how they did that was actually really adorable. And I remember like it made me smile. And I looked at my wife, and she was like, her like eyes lit up too, and she was like, "Oh," which she's like, "Well, you're a prince. Do you have anyone back home waiting for you? Uh, a, a a lady, a boy, something like that." And he was just like, both. And like yeah. it was, that was a cool moment. It was cool, but like, uh, I it's, it's like, I, boy, I like whatever. Yeah.
1: it's 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 great. You put it in there. You make it normal, yeah. which it is. It is, and it's a. Th- it, you don't make a whole plot about it. There, they, it just, it's, it's just it's in dialogue. Just let it's it, character yeah. building. Let
2: it be. Let it be there.
1: It, just it's the same it. way. It, and, and it'd be the same way. Like. With with Han Solo, okay, when you introduce him, you make him a ladies' man. You surround him by women. It's not a plot
2: point, no. It's but it's just, something it's just you observe yeah, to exactly.
1: build that character up.
2: Exactly. Uh, that's so. I'm hoping that they just kind of leave it at that. I hope so if, too. If later on down the road Loki smacks, uh, uh, you know, Owen Wilson's ass, and uh, uh, you know, whatever, that's yeah. fine. How how is he not gonna when he sees him riding that jet ski <gasps> so fluidly in oh, the sea? Mm. I know, right? I mean, I would. Yeah. It's Owen yeah. Wilson. It's Owen Wilson. Yeah. If I had an opportunity I to slap he, I, Owen Wilson's I, I ass, ho- I'd take it. I hope he
1: wears face makeup and he has a cowboy hat, just like he looked in
2: Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I like that movie.
1: I love that movie. That's my That's favorite a good Father's one. Day movie. A good one. I watch well, that movie every Father's Day.
2: What was the uh, uh, the movie with Jackie Chan? Wagons, not Wagons East. Oh, Shanghai no,
1: Noon? Shanghai. There was Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights.
2: Uh, they made two of I them. I didn't see the sequel, but I guess it didn't need one. I but
1: forget which one came first. Shanghai Noon. Right. It was, was that it, the first yeah, one. Yeah,
2: Shanghai Noon. I actually saw in theaters. Um, I was I, mean, I was a teen. God bless you. It, yeah, was, it was a great was movie. Fine. It was better than Wild Wild West. So, uh,
1: with Artemis from the start of this, were you running the game, Taming the West, James West? <laughs> I don't I, know if you know this, but there was a uh, a man named Loveless. He had no love in his heart. And he was a spider. He was a spider. Yep. I he had
2: love no that movie. he had no penis. I I love that He's movie. He's basically Darth Maul.
1: Uh Will Smith is a convincing woman in that movie. Yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> I I have a soft spot in my heart for Wild Wild well, West. Just for uh, the yeah. sheer fact that there's a shot where you can see Will Smith's taint and balls. Yeah. I, oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's he's getting crashed through the, the goddamn uh, water tower. Yeah. and balls, full shot. Yep. Bam. Bam. PG-13 movie, Will Smith, taintin balls.
2: Dude, you can see Dolph Lundgren's fucking 10-inch dick in uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. Really? Yep. Yeah, I gotta watch that movie. It's when uh, he- Just
1: out of curiosity, I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, just out of, it's also a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, seriously? No. Oh, Brandon guess. Lee? Yeah. Brandon Lee and then the bad guy, uh Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat's the bad guy in it. Alright, it's on my to watch list. It's, it's legit. It's so good.
1: Uh keep it on Marvel. Um so apparently they have they have George Lucas Wandavision. Explain. They have re edited the uh post credit scene in Wandavision. Oh, where, they're, yeah. where they're shooting in on the cabin, and you can see a silhouette of a caped yeah. figure floating down the mountainside in the tree line. I watched it seven times. I couldn't see it at fuck all. <laughs> I tried. I haven't watched it yet. And I tried, and I'm like, I don't see anything. Really? I see nothing. So and then I, get- I see a video online. I'm like, this guy's just fucking with me. But apparently it's a big deal. Everybody's talking about it. So apparently it's real. I just can't see it in the actual Disney Plus show.
2: I don't know. So I bet you it's going to be like halfway through the Doctor Strange movie is going to be that scene.
1: Perhaps. Yep. Yeah, you're it's probably gonna be right. right. It's, it's going gonna to be, be like, like the Falcon and Winter through. Soldier yep. scene. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, Black Widow, July 9th, next weekend. Dude, I'm so excited about this. We got another uh, little teaser, and it shows... Um, Natasha is a young child with awful blue hair. Yeah. In 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see where this, I, I'm, I have been on and off and on and
2: off the train of this movie. I have been on since I found out David Harbour was cast as that Russian Captain America. Yep. I always forget his Red name. Red Guardian. Thank you. I, do, I'm not really familiar with the character.
1: He's just, he's basically the Soviet Union's version of Captain America. Super Serum? Um, or is yes, it just a badass? Uh, I believe super serum is involved. I could be wrong, though. Don't quote. Oh, me.
2: but it's like Russian super serum, so it's not like. Yeah, it's not as good. It's, it's, as good. As, <laughs> it's
1: just it's just vodka, yeah, pretty much. It's vodka and raw eggs. <laughs> they don't have eggs over there. They have potatoes. Well,
2: then raw potatoes, no, it, uh, which then turn into sorry, vodka. It's not, so it's double vodka. I didn't mean potato. That's an. Irony. It's it's vodka and bread. You have your choice of vodka and bread, or vodka soaked bread. Both sound delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I'm. This might be the first movie that I go to the theater to see, just because I don't want to break the streak. I've literally seen every Marvel movie in the theater.
2: Um, I've seen every one in theaters except for Iron Man three. I saw that one; it was not very good. Yeah, I saw it after because I I actually I hated Iron Man two, so I just I had no desire to see Iron Man three. It's understandable. It was like I'll. Just, I think I I'll went on the erase. goodwill
1: of Avengers.
2: Okay, so I think that's why I
1: went. Yeah. okay. Plus, I remember Jen was, like, ready to pop at any moment while we were sitting in the theater watching Iron Man 3. <laughs> and she loved, like, at that point, she loved our DJ, so it's like, yeah, if you want to go see Robert Downey Jr., let's go do it. That's fine. Yeah,
2: there you go. It's all good. Um, but uh, did they also released another uh, Shang-Chi trailer. I week? haven't watched that one yet, and I should have because we have the show to report on, but... It How looked, is it?
1: Uh, it was definitely more uh, darker in tone. It was? Yes. It wasn't as lighthearted as the first trailer Yeah, that, that first popped.
2: trailer made it seem like it was almost like Power Rangers. Pretty much. No,
1: this was much darker in tone. Okay. Uh, laying the, kind of the groundwork for Shang-Chi, like why he is the way he is, why, what he's trying to escape as far as family lineage. Um, but the coolest thing was it appears that Madripoor from Falcon and Winter Soldier is in this movie. Really? Yes. The famous Baron Zemo dance scene. Yeah. So it, it looks very similar as far as its tone and aesthetic with all the neons and the dark lighting. Um, Coruscant. But there's like a fucking cage fight scene and it appears that it is Wong from Doctor Strange fighting what Abomination. It is
2: full-fledged Abomination. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. This is in the trailer? Yes. All right. I'm gonna watch it after the show. I'm 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 in. I'm fucking in. And it's more comic accurate abomination.
1: So it's not like the it's abomination. It's not the abomination from, we got. From well, him. I think they're gonna maybe say, hey, he mutated. Just kind of like if you see Hulk he from like Incredible that. Hulk yeah, versus so Hulk from Now Endgame. Yeah, it looks different, but he's got like the the ear fins. He's got more scales. Really? He's wearing pants, so his dick's not flopping around every to and fro. Oh shame. Yeah, that sweet abomination dick. But no, abomination is in it. And they've also said that character is supposed to be in the She-Hulk series as well. So it's it be curious like I I think that they're they're hey, they're this is what worked before. We have superhero. Superhero, superhero. Now, the Avengers. We have supervillain. Supervillain, supervillain, supervillain. Here's our not Suicide Squad, but
2: uh I almost said Sinister Six. Um, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, that looks cool. Uh, I don't know if it is Wong who's fighting him. uh, There's been pictures of the actor who plays Wong on set with the Shang-Chi actors. So it could be him. that would be great if it was him. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love Wong. Yeah, he's awesome. Um but uh, he, someone should really tell him that the the tuna melts from Subway <laughs> they don't have any tuna in them, no real tuna, no real tuna. Yeah, it's just awful. It's an awful show.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm. Um, we're getting Black Widow July ninth. Um, now I would see this opening weekend, but uh, it's, uh, Black Widow. I, I this this would be a movie that I would actually see opening yeah. night. But uh, somebody has tickets to go see. Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two at a drive-in that's hosted by the Chin himself, Bruce Campbell. Oh. So I'm gonna be missing out on the movie theater. Good for uh, you. That uh, sounds awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Try bring an extra pair
1: of underwear because you're gonna be coming in your pants.
2: Too, I'm right. I plan on being just as stupid as I was when I met Elvira. I'm like already have it planned. Like, okay, dude, you're gonna embarrass yourself. <laughs>
1: I like how you know that going in, though. Yeah, dude, like, it was,
2: uh, I like, walking up to Alvira, I remember, like, my asshole got really, like, wet and cold and, like, clammed up. (laughs) My testicles shrunk. My dick somehow got, like, nervous hard, even though my testicles shrunk. I started sweating right away, and I was just stumbling over all my fucking words and i i got next to her and i put my hand on her lower back for the picture and i put my hand off real quick and i was like sorry is that okay cuz her back was exposed she wore like a like a open back shirt and she looked at me dead in the eyes and with the sexiest voice i've ever heard said absolutely it's okay and my hand was on the table and she looked at my hand Looked again in my eyes and put her hand on top of my hand, and then they took the picture. So when you see the picture of me and Elvira, I have You're that coming. You're I literally, coming. I'm literally mid screaming. Shia LaBeouf shooting nut in my in my <laughs> pants. Uh, she's six, She was 67 years old when I met her, and she was so sexy. You
1: know, you know who I feel Elvira reminds me of as far as comic book character. Vampira. Well, yes, Vampire for sure, but Marvel wise, I always thought Madame Web. Okay, you know they got the same kind of Morticia yeah. thing going. Are we down gonna there? see
2: Madame Web in
1: live action? I don't think so. Uh-oh. But um, what was what was one of your favorite shows? You mentioned before you running home.
2: Oh. We love how bad batch. It's like Saturday morning cartoons again. All right, but after school, yeah. after school, I would go onto the Fox Network, and chances are I would see X Men. I uh, I would see uh, I I some other type of action show that didn't last long and then like possibly Spider-Man. I uh, So and, Spider-Man,
1: like, you remember how that show ended?
2: I don't. So
1: Spider-Man the animated series, the one that ran from 94 to 98. That and Batman the animated series, that's like my introduction to comic books. Batman the animated series was another
2: one. that was fucking great. But the, yeah. That was
1: I, which is great cuz I got like the best of both worlds. I got the Marvel and the DC. Absolutely. Um now that ran from ninety four to ninety eight and it ended unfortunately in a cliffhanger where Spider Man defeated Green Goblin, which then he got transported to this limbo area, but so did Mary Jane Watson. Okay. The love of his life. And yeah. that's how the show fucking ended. Up
2: fine it doesn't deal with her. So Jeez. There she was was she was a bitch. Do you remember when she jumped off the no. building when he tried to marry? Like, Mary Jane, will you marry me? And she just yeeted herself off a fucking building. I, I think you're misremembering that part. No, no, no. She just jumped off a fucking building. And then he had to jump down to save her. And he's like, MJ, why would you do that? And she was like, I just want to know that I just had to prove to myself that you would always be there for me. And it's like, that bitch threw herself off a fucking building. This was the 90s. The women characters weren't as developed back then. <laughs> can we just admit that? I don't know, I man. We, we can say admit that. I, I watched, but I look back at that show, man. She was pretty developed, if you ask me. Well, physically, yes, but man. emotionally, not as much. They drew her with big boobs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: So, season six never happened. Uh, but I, I got some news today on what was possibly planned for the sixth season from the the producer John Semper Jr. Yeah. So this is what was planned. Now, All tell right. me if you would have wanted to see this. All right, let's hear it. So. One of the first plot points would have been that Spider-Man yeah. does find Mary Jane Watson, but her memory's wiped. Got good. And, and unfortunately she's in 19th century London. Like in her brain or
2: just she's No, her body. There. Her oh, body is there. Okay. But she does not remember shit. Her oh, brains. Shit. That's wiped. that's right. That's right on the fucking uh, end of uh, Jack the Ripper. Did she get
1: murdered? Funny you mentioned Jack the Ripper. It would have been revealed that Carnage was Jack the Ripper the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> that's no joke. That's seriously what they were going to do. Really? Yep. Yep. Carnage, the symbiote, yeah. was going to be infesting and and latching on to random people, and that's why they could never find Jack the Ripper because it was always somebody different committing the crimes because the symbiote of Carnage was Jack the Ripper.
2: Well, but those murders were geared towards women, and they were sexual. Well, Carnage is a sexual being. I mean, all he did was, like... Could you imagine? Instead of an axe? He cut the lady parts open.
1: Axe? Yeah, he's got an axe. He's got a knife. Well, all right. A couple dildos. Let's
2: have some fun. So, wait a minute. Um... I don't even know what to say to this. Exactly. The fact that they would even have touched that, again, it's the 90s. Let me tell you what. That is ambitious. Yes. That is ambitious. That is fucking creative. And... Not I, bad. I wouldn't hate this in, like, a What If series. Yeah. I think this should I think this should happen. Obviously, if you're wondering how Spider-Man got to 19th century
1: London, it was with the help of Madame Web. Because, you know. Would she spin a web, web so fast that nah, it shot him back like in time? Mythical. She's kind of like a you know, wizard and stuff. yeah, So, uh, the other wizard, speaking of wizards, is Dormammu would have been back. A lot of wizards today. Yeah. Uh, Dormammu would have been back, but this time he would have teamed up with Mysterio. That would have caused some carnage. Ray Mysterio, N- not Ray Mysterio, just a r- regular Quentin Beck Mysterio. Yeah, uh, or Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> e- either way, uh, but Ghost Rider would have shown up in the show to help Spider-Man defeat Dormammu. It would have been fun to see Mysterio. Uh, Betty Brant would have debuted in the series, and she would have had a crush on Peter, which would have probably, you know, Mary Jane Watson's gone. Let's make this happen. And let's see what goes now. Yeah, right? Uh, new villains would have been introduced, like the Beatle, Puma, and the and uh, the Jack-O-Lantern.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Jackal would have also returned, and then Richard Fisk would have, returned, re- would have returned to the show as the Rose, and he would have framed Ned Leeds in some crimes, which is kind of cool. You're getting Ned in the show. Yeah. You know? Just a lot of characters getting thrown in there. Yeah, clearly. Um, we would have had a return of Spidey-Man and his amazing friends. So Iceman and Firestar would have returned to the show for an episode. Okay. And they would have solved a crime and then look like they're going to rejoin. But no, they go on. their separate. It would have been a good callback from the 1960s fans of Spider-Man. Uh, and then finally it would have gotten uh, Norman Osborn would have returned as the Green Goblin um, to finish off the series, and it would have also had a Hulk appearance for the Hulk to help Spider-Man defeat the Green Goblin.
2: This is really ambitious. I want to know how they beat Jack the Ripper Carnage version, and how the fuck would Mary Jane get her memory back? I, I This is bonkers. They did a lot of zany stuff, though, in that show. If, yeah. if you rewatch it... Like there's a whole like World
1: War Two Captain America arc. I do remember that Holy they had a shit. werewolf on the moon. Uh, they had the which, the werewolf on the moon was Jane Jonah Jameson's son who went up as an oh, astronaut. That, wait, yeah, the
2: astronaut, yeah, and yeah, they had a yeah, werewolf
1: yeah. on the moon. They did some zany shit. So I really doubt,
2: don't doubt that this is where they were going. Just crazier and crazier. Yep. yep. What a zany fuck! I never really thought about how the Spider-Man show was just like so fucking zany,
1: fucking bonkers. The only thing I hated about the Spider-Man show was seem every fucking time I turned it on, it was Morbius, and Blade. Why? Why? All the time. Why? Well, they always showed that in fucking reruns.
2: Yeah. I don't know. If they was... were
1: trying to build it up because, it's like, we know that Blade is going to be our first movie.
2: Dude, so let's weird. fucking just plant the seed and plant the seed and plant the I, seed. I do remember, like, when it was, like, the, the, uh, when it was on like, syndication where, like, they were, like, that doing whole, the reruns. It was, was always, always on. that fucking episode. Yeah. Always, dude. It's like, uh,. They always fucking played the bubble bass episode on Nickelodeon for some fucking reason with Spongebob. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why. It was always just like that. Ah, there it is again. Yeah. yeah. Uh
1: so that, that that was kinda interesting, I thought, to see where that show would have gone. It's such an iconic
2: show for me. It is. I, I don't particularly care for the animation, but yeah. Yeah, it has not aged well. Like no, I haven't
1: watched it in it's, forever. It's, and then when they put it on Disney Plus, it's one of those shows is like, okay, they reused that image over and over. Yeah. Yeah, and over again. And it's I'm not just shitting on that one. Like, the Ninja Turtles original cartoon, it's the same thing. Yeah, there's but so many you're... cartoons from the late 80s, early 90s that did that. Just when you're save. so young,
2: you don't fucking know. it. But then it. there's
1: other shows like Batman, the animated series that they never did that. It's Everything's new. Everything's fresh. That's true. Minus maybe the Batmobile going down the tunnel to go into town to fight the villain. Yeah. But you didn't have, like, the same shot of Batman
2: over and over and over again. It wasn't Power Rangers.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Batman, he's got a friend who lives in the sea, not in the pineapple
2: though. No, no. We're talking about Patrick, right? No, he not under, under a rock a... No? or All not right. in
1: the chum bucket. So sorry, Plankton. But Aquaman, uh, the sequel is not Aquaman two. It's Aquaman and the lost kingdom. Okay. That is the sequel. Um, they're using the working title of Necras. That's the working title. Uh, But they're also showing that they're filming in a location that appears to have glaciers and frozen water called ice. All right. So uh, maybe that's where the Lost Kingdom is. But I came to think that from the first one, the Lost Kingdom was the trench they're going down to the trench. They go into the ice world. What, what's the going there's on? There's
2: literally a kingdom down there. It's, yeah, it's lost. Yeah, it's fucking lost. There's another kingdom that's lost? Maybe. Maybe there's a couple. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, the sequel. fucking uh, Amazonian, the, the the big hot women, their fucking shit dropped into the fucking sea. Yeah. Maybe that one's the lost one. I mean, it's lost now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Could uh, be Johnny Depp's bedsheets with
1: Amber Heard's tit, uh, shit in it.
2: I don't know. It could be that,
1: too.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, man. Sure. And then uh, the final thing for, for me. Wait. Back on... Aquaman is yeah. Amber Heard. She's in re- it. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Okay. She's she's Mara. Okay. She'll be pooping on bitches. Is she going to have a British accent? I will find out. Okay. I am in. Maybe that's where the Lost Kingdom was.
1: Maybe she learned how to speak British. Okay. Maybe the Lost Kingdom was the United Kingdom. <laughs> Brexit, it could happen. Uh, but the, the the final news I have is uh, unfortunately. Dune from Warner Brothers has been delayed yet again. Oh, uh, come on, man. Why? October 22nd. But all right. it does appear that it is going to have a simultaneous release on HBO Max as well as the theaters. Uh, there was speculation that it was going to be just in theaters and not on streaming, but it looks like it's going to be a dual release. Okay. Which I'm cool
2: with. Yeah, me too. Uh, So that was all you had there, buddy? Uh, except for some toy news let's uh let me uh let's end with that i uh, now what do you, got? you know i'm a big fan of supernatural right uh, the cw is currently in the works to produce a prequel uh called the winchesters that's going to follow uh, it's going to show how like john and mary met those are the parents of uh of Sam and Dean. It's going to show young Sam and Dean. It's going to show everything with the yellow-eyed demon, which kind of led to the first season of, uh, Supernatural. It's also going to show a lot of, uh, the boys and their father on the road. Uh, this is kind of interesting because I can't picture anyone other than, uh, Dean, uh, Dean Morgan. What's his name? Uh, I don't know their names. But the, 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 I, I know who he's you the mean. he's yeah. ne- Negan from uh, Walking Dead, right? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I can't see anyone else playing uh, the father other than him. Um, so that's that's gonna be kind of weird, man. And I, uh, you know, it's it's whatever. Honestly, I don't think this show is gonna really. It's one of those why. Yeah, it's like when Joey got a spinoff after Friends. Yeah. It's like, why are we doing this? Oof, just, Money. Oh, come on. Oh, is that why money? oh weird, uh, good omens, uh, the original series that belongs to Amazon Prime has been renewed for a second season. The series uh follows an angel and a demon that find out that uh Armageddon is gonna happen with the birth of the antichrist, and uh the angel's like, that kind of sucks, I don't really want to do this, and this one rogue demon is just like. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want things to end. I like hell. And uh, the uh, the angel's like, well, I really like heaven. I don't really want it to get oversaturated with a bunch of... mm -hmm." Um, (laughs) So they team up, and they kind of like... It's like a buddy cop thing. Uh, It's renewed for season two. Uh, It's a very clever show. It's a lot of fun. I like it. I know that it... uh, it stirred up a lot of controversy with the Catholic Church, and if anything uh, gets the goat of the Catholics, I'm here for it. Yeah, uh, I
1: agree. I mean, they have no right to, to to be offended by anything. No goddamn right. No.
2: No. Uh,
1: yeah. I like how you blasphemed right there, too. What's that? I, I enjoy the blaspheme.
2: I'm glad you do. Yeah. Well, they, do. They, they, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Hail Satan. Uh, I wouldn't
1: say hail Satan. No, just, I, I just I, said
2: I, that for fun. I don't fucking believe in anything. I. Uh, American Horror Stories is coming out with a. Uh, there's going to be an anthology series that's going to follow the same vein as Tales from the Crypt, a oh, uh, nice. creep show. Uh, Twilight Zone, whatever, yeah. So it's all going to be individual stories. I guess there's going to be like an episode with fucking aliens. it's uh, probably better because
1: so, sometimes they have great ideas. but I, the, the, the single season format kind of muddles the waters.
2: My biggest complaint is you have such a good story for like three or four episodes, and then everything fucking changes and it yeah. turns into something else. And the last three episodes drag ass. Yeah. Um. It's it's it, I think American Horror Story kind of sucks um i tried to watch 84 and i could not get into it <sighs> same um but this this like anthology thing will give like other directors time to like one director could do one episode one director could do another episode stuff like that different writers are involved uh so i think that's pretty
1: you think, fucking cool you
2: think that market's gonna get saturated because they got creep show right creep show belongs to shutter i feel like uh shutter has its own niche uh, didn't they try the to bring that... back twilight zone with key peel and it did flopped? It, it, the, one of the reasons why it flopped is because it was on that uh, that was that cbs streaming yeah but then
1: uh, now they get the paramount thing so just fucking put it on there uh, is that what they're doing i don't know I, but Maybe.
2: I, 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 also that series wasn't good i watched one episode and i it's i don't remember anything from it um i don't think there's gonna be like an oversaturation of it i can't think of any other like anthology shows that are out right now other than Creepshow. show
1: yeah. I feel where like it's they like a, try where it's like and a they weekly. Fail. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know uh TBS was trying to get the rights to Tales from the Crypt back uh okay. like 3 years ago. Uh and I met John Kassir who's the voice for the Crypt Keeper uh like a year ago, uh a couple years ago and uh he explained that like the rights to the Crypt Keeper don't really belong to any kind of network. Uh, it belongs to uh, the, uh, the comic book. Uh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. The Crypt Keeper from the TV show belongs to a certain production company that's not even HBO. Uh, the the name Tales from the Crypt belong to the estate of the the comic the comic book. Yeah. Uh, so the the new rendition that TBS was going to do was going to be produced by uh, M Night Shyamalan, and they were going. He was. Going to have a different character, so the the comic books. You know how it was like the witch, yeah, the crypt keeper, and like uh, I forgot who the other the uh, the guy with the top hat. It was creepy. You looked like Jack the Ripper, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, they were gonna do something like that where they're gonna have different characters. Like tally so I man, it. I, I will. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. Um. But uh, they, they wanted to do something like that, but because of the issues with like rights and everything like that, it, the it just it was in production hell, and they just said fuck it and pulled the plug on it. Uh, did you check out the trailer for uh, this movie? Was supposed to come out last October. It's coming out this October. Halloween Kills, the the sequel to the 2018 Halloween. Did you watch the trailer for it? All right. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm uh, done. Did you watch the trailer for no, it? No, I won't. Oh, okay. Did no. you not like the 2018 Halloween? Nope. Really? Nope. I feel like this is gonna be a long conversation because you know how I am with the shit. Uh, so we'll just keep it at that. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, if this was my, if this was my other show, I'd get into it. Uh, uh, damn, that's scary. Uh, I, but wait, wait, is it? Damn. That's so scary. It was all damn that scary? I
1: I I'm just I'm done with these let's reboot
2: everything. Understood. I'm, I'm done with it. Understood, but when you get it wasn't even really like a reboot. It was a direct sequel to the first one. No, they, they rebooted.
1: Got... I saw Jamie the Curtis' character die in Resurrection before <laughs> fucking uh Buster Rhymes busted a cap <laughs> in Michael Myers ass.
2: He's been kicked him into like a uh, fuck right he did. Yeah. Buster Rhymes. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Exactly. I saw that <laughs> shit. I seen it. Uh, well, anyways, the uh, this new uh the new trailer Uh, Shows that Michael Myers is going full berserker mode now. Serial killers, they have like this thing where it's uh, take the first Halloween seventy seven, right seventy eight. To where Michael Myers was stalking, he took his time. He killed a babysitter, took his time, killed another babysitter. You know, whatever. And like it was only he only killed like uh, uh, like four people uh, and a dog. Uh, But then like I. The next movie, he killed uh, even more people, which uh, this is the 2018. In this one, see, serial killers, they they go through these stages, and then eventually they go through a berserker stage where they just can't fucking stop, and it's like the end for them. Uh, This trailer shows that Michael Myers is in full berserker stage of his serial killing quo. um, But it also... Fuck, man, this trailer showed way too goddamn much. It showed him killing... These were really good kills, and they were all shown in the trailer. He kills, like, ten firefighters in one scene. It's He's walking out of the house in a blaze. Firefighters are like, sir, do you need assistance? And he just, like, walks up and just fucking massacres them all. Yeah, I'm not going to watch this. It reminds me of Jason Voorhees in a field at a high school party, chopping everyone to bits in Freddy versus Jason.
1: The, the difference is that knew what it was. This doesn't know what it is. It's trying to be
2: badass and it's not i'm gonna hold my judgment on this until i see it um, i didn't i i saw uh, what, what was it halloween halloween 2018 i i enjoyed hated it. it i i don't see why you would hate it i thought it was good it was not good i'll take halloween
1: h20 any day over that piece of shit
2: halloween h20 is my least favorite of the series no and I like the bad ones. I like four, five. I like Resurrection. I just don't like H2O. I loved H2O. Yeah, man. That movie bugged me. Eh, I saw that okay. in the theaters. I was really, really upset. Well,
1: we, we have different tastes in our horror movies. We're
2: at odds with each other, sir. That's all right. We both agree that Season of the Witch is awesome. Oh, God damn it. Tom Atkins must be protected at all costs. Uh, toy news. Uh, it's What What day of the week is this? Is it Tuesday? Sure. Uh, so every...
1: Tuesday. It's Turtle Tuesday. Yeah, man. I like turtles even when they fucking bite me and they make me scream and turtles, turtles, bomb in front of my mother-in-law. <laughs> so, um, last week, I didn't see this, but last week they announced and they showed images of the NECA movie two-pack. We're getting the infamous battle from the first movie of Hamato Yoshi versus Oroku Saki. And it's going to come with both characters in their gi, like the scene where Hamato comes home from a hard day's work on the construction site. And there's his dead wife and Oroku Saki standing over her lifeless corpse. And as this is going on and they're battling, Splinter the rat is in his cage, which is also included in this two pack. And he sees his master being slain because Oroku Saki's just a fucking prick. And uh, so we're getting Hamato Yoshi, Oroku Saki. We're getting a splinter in his hanging cage. We're also getting a second splinter, which is going to be able to attach to the face of Oroku Saki. Really? Uh, we're getting um, a second head sculpt of Oroku Saki with the rat claw marks down his face. Dude, that was a huge claw mark from a rat. We are getting a... Um, uh, a bunch of weapons, some katanas, some uh, axes. I This, this two-pack, I wasn't sold on it originally so I'm like, I don't need it. But if I find it in the wild, I'm not going to overpay for it. But if I find it at my store, I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, as you should. Um, this week, just today, uh, they released images of Chrome Dome from the animated Ninja Turtle line. Uh, this figure is going to be huge. And the show, I don't know if you remember, he was a giant android robot that the Shredder hired to, to kill the turtles. He was massive. I remember Chrome, though. This figure is going to be 10 inches tall. Oh, shit. Most of the figures are, like, five. Yeah. Uh, he's going to come with a computer, five interchangeable hands, a blaster, and two sick, huge-ass
2: katanas. This is, uh, I, I'm i sorry, NECA? NECA, yes. Okay.
1: Now, uh, the movie two pack is going to fall in line with the other movie, Ninja Turtle movie figures. They're going to be at Walmart only. Uh, the Chrome Dome, which is the animated from the animated show, that's going to fall in line with the rest of the animated NECA figures. That's going to be only at Target.
0: This, We're looking
1: at August release
2: date on both of these. Wow, this looks great. Yeah, it looks wow, amazing. Oh, that looks really cool. Was, Chrome Dome was only in one episode, right?
1: One or two, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah. A lot of these villains that they're making toys of now, they were in, like, one, two. Yeah. They were like the ancillary, like, let's make a, uh, a character to sell some toys kind exactly. of figures. Yeah,
2: I mean, hey, fucking yeah. it, it works. It's awesome, yeah. Man. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, they... Oh, wow, he looks great, dude. Yeah, I remember Chrome Dome just fucking walking around the sewer and fucking shit up. Um... Anything else toy wise? No, nah, that's all I got. All right, man. alright uh, Let's uh let's read some comic books. What do you got? I don't know. Maybe Matt has something for us. Matt? Let's uh, uh... let's see uh Hey Matt, you got anything uh you uh you want to fucking uh read, buddy or uh maybe
0: All right, everybody. Thank you guys. Thank you Mike and Well for holding on the show today. I appreciate you guys giving me a spot. Uh, to do a comic book reading. Of course, I still want to be involved even when I'm away. Um, but yes, once again, thank you for holding down the show. Um, all right, so today's reading, I'm going to continue on with our Star Wars Darth Vader book until I find uh, a proper break-off point. And uh, this is Darth Vader number eight. All right, from the Marvel Star Wars brand of tw- um, from 2020. Starts off, uh, well, if you remember last week, we left off Vader escaped into a cave. Well, this week, uh, Ochi... I believe that's uh, Ochi, the Sith assassin. That's his bounty hunter name. Uh, is calling out Darth Vader. He's on the other side of the cave uh, with Vader's lightsaber in hand and taunting him. Hey, he he, Vader, can you hear me? I've got your laser sword, and your master says you can't use the force, or he'll finish you. Honestly, I thought this would be a little harder. And a, uh, an, a an individual by the name of uh, Umbaran. Umbaran. Uh, goes, you celebrate too soon, Ochi. And, uh, you know, Ochi's ready to give it up. He's like, yeah, he's just a raggedy pile of old droid parts by now. And, uh, Umbaron is not going to go tell him. And he goes, you know, if I have to go tell him that you're done and Vader's not dead, uh, you surely will, you surely will be dead. That's basically what he's saying. And, uh. And and this Umbaran guy just keeps like you know putting the heat on him, he goes, Hey, you know, he's Vader's still alive, he's in those caves searching for answers. Um and Ochi's like God, you know, this it doesn't matter. He's fine. No one's ever returned from the eye of Webbish Bog. Um and then goes, but he is Vader. And Vader's getting attacked by these little fly things, fly mutant fly things that are spitting fire. And um, the Eye of Webbish Bog is just taunting Vader this entire time. Uh, You can see it in the the various quotes. You're a fierce one, aren't you? You, But do you think you can sweep all your enemies away so easily? Vader replies, yes. He's strong. He's fighting off these giant bug-like creatures. And and the Bog is laughing. It's laughing as it continues to send more enemies in Vader's way. Uh, Vader picks up a shield and deflects some kind of lava burst shot thing that is being fired at him, and uh, he goes, "You? Why have you called me?" And Webbish Bog goes, oh, "After all, you're screaming, I called you." Vader replies, "Do not lie to me. I feel your pull." It's a lot of dialogue in this book, so I'm going to try and read it as, uh, as as efficiently as I can. Um, I the Webbish Bog goes, "You think that's how it works?" That I chose you, picked you out from all others for a special destiny. And there's flashbacks of old Ben Kenobi. Vader replies, who are you? And the Webbish bog goes, who are you? Do you know? Have you decided? More flashbacks from the Vader-Obi-Wan fight from episode four. Uh, they cut over to a scene of Emperor Palpatine. Or has your choice been chosen for you? Or have you been chosen? And the Emperor's just laughing. He must be. Uh, he must be there in spirit certainly what it feels like. Vader continues a fight with this giant devilish mantar-looking thing. Um, And it's just, yeah, Webish Bob goes, if you could choose, would you be chosen? There's a flashback to Luke yelling, no. Or would you choose to make your own choice? Who are you? Vader goes, I know this kind of talk. You serve my master, don't you? The emperor builds in secret. What does he build and where? Tell me what I need to know, or I will choose to destroy you. So Vader's fierceness still very, very prominent here. The Webbish Bog goes, "Ha ha! What do you need to know, or what you want to know? Do you know what you want? A lot of riddles here. I don't know. How I, f- I don't know how I feel about it." Flash back to the scene where Palpatine uh, blasts Mace Windu out the window, and Anakin finally turns. Uh, he's yelling, "Power, unlimited power!" Um, and the webbish bar goes. Or can you remember what you need? Flashback to the Emperor uh, talking to Vader in Episode Five. You know, the, uh, I have no doubt this boy is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Vader replies, "You know," or continuing on with the flashback. Um, a lot of Episode Five flashbacks in here. This is—I mean—this is kind of basically where this overall story takes 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 off. And Webbish Bog goes to Vader. Have you searched your feelings? And Vader's getting pissed off. He's smashing stuff. He's yelling, Rah! <laughs> and he shows some kind of power. And he replies to Webbish Bog, "Lies, tricks, enough." And the Webbish or Vader goes, "Give me what I came for." Webbish Bog replies, "You mean?" And all of a sudden, Webbish uh, Bog, I Webbish Bog, is on the head of Anakin Skywalker, which is just sitting in the lava. It's very, very creepy. And he replies, "What you want? What you need? Or doesn't even matter." And in the second panel, it's a, it's he's, it's Luke's face, Luke's head instead of Anakin's. And the last panel, where it says, "Or does, or doesn't even matter," it's Emperor Palpatine laughing and he goes if you've been chosen who cares what you choose vader replies i have chosen and you will care the the webbish bog you know laughs and he goes you came to me for answers i gave you only questions i leave you with one more do you think this do you think you passed this test or failed it as it looks like he's about to hand him a sith a wayfinder which is uh, something we've seen in the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, uh, whatever episode nine surname was, and uh, Vader walks over to his ship, um, and by his ship I mean the Jedi starfighter that he came to on Mustafar in Episode Three. Um, and as he's sitting there with the Wayfinder, trying to learn about everything, I'm mean, going to imagine this is like something about Exegol. Um, this is a reference to Exegol. I think the Wayfinder is pretty much a uh, a reference to Exegol. But uh, Ochi, the Sith assassin's waiting for him. He goes, "Congratulations, Vader. No one's ever returned from the Eye, much less Nabda Wayfinder. But you can't escape me so easily." And Vader just replies, "Good." And uh, I needed I needed more parts, and that's how this issue ends. And what a cliffhanger! The, the The preview for the next book is really cool looking. There's a bunch of battle, active battle droids in the background, so. Um, we're going to continue on with the story next week. So thank you so much, everybody for tuning in and listening to, uh, my little reading and enjoy the remainder of this episode.
2: Well, okay, good. If you didn't read anything, there's just an awkward pause there. Either way. Yeah, either way. I'm okay with it. Uh, but, uh, but Matt, if you did read something that was really good, I really like the voices you've been doing great work continuing that Vader comic, that I like a lot. Um, yeah dude, I am uh, I am continuing the saga of uh Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are you excited about this will? Yes, I am excited about all things Batman and all things Ninja Turtles. As you should be. Uh when we last left off, we found that uh Bane gave Baxter Stockman a vial of venom explaining that he is extremely low and he needs much much more. Uh, so we get to, uh, this, uh, part three, a night in New York starts with Leonardo, I'm sorry, Michelangelo and Robin, who's Damian Wayne, uh, or Damon Wayne, whatever, uh, playing a video game and Mikey wins, uh, Raphael, oh, oh, Mikey for the win, yo, I. Casey Jones is back there. Death called assassins got nothing on pizza fueled, sugar high amphibians. Michelangelo, he's talking some shit. I uh, now, of course, being uh, Bruce Wayne's son, you're going to be a spoiled little shit and uh, throw a little pouty pout about it. And uh, that's where Mikey's just like, oh, fear and love and video games, kid. Put her there. <laughs> don't even know where that hand has been if it's even considered a hand and he smacks his hand away that's not very nice uh and uh uh, he's talking about how his dad is out paying playing cleanup right now uh because of your stupid brother had to muck everything up and uh he's talking about he has to he has to stay there and babysit the turtles that doesn't sit well with uh with ralph ralph yeah Ralph, ralph (laughs) Hey, uh, remember, my Raphael voice is also my Andrew Dice Clay. Babysitting us. you like gate short stack, yo. Uh, But if you're old enough to talk to me like that in my own home, hey, 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 then you're old enough to go head to head with the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Donatello, he's just like, Ralph, let's just be cool. Don't do this, whatever. And uh, uh, Robin, he's all like, I'm going to fight all you guys. And they go back and forth a little bit. Uh, so then we get to uh master splinter leonardo and batman uh going to baxter stockman's lab and uh they're checking in on bane and they could see bane uh from the rooftop window he is definitely losing his fucking mind because he is he is in a lot of fucking pain uh because he doesn't have any venom he's losing his shit right now and uh they're just like, okay, cool. So we got a fucking attack up right now on Batman's uh, Batman's uh, uh, just like i uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, I missed a spot here. I uh, kind of important Batman actually tells a story about how uh, the time that he took venom. Did you read that? when Batman, Batman took venom, I'm aware of it. I didn't read it, but I'm aware of it. Like it's, it's something that I I read in an article about like Batman taking venom because it was like his last resort. Uh, this is where he explains, The Venom's strength made me feel like a god. Like nothing could ever be my equal. Not just in my body, but in my mind. Imagine having no doubts. It felt like liquid power flowing through my veins. I uh, So Splinter's just like, okay, so we should strike now then. Uh, While well, he's, uh, you know, feeling a little less godly. And... Uh, but Baxter Stockman comes running in. Ah, uh, So how you feeling now? Uh, the symptoms, it'll pass. Uh, you could go, uh, you could get through the pain for a little while longer. Pain Stockman. You know nothing of it. The agony of this mind and body has no is indescribable in any language in the world. I came into existence already trapped, born into shackles, raised in torment by sheer willpower. I conquered Santa Prisca, the hellhole of my birth. Countless other cities have fallen. Honestly, he just goes on here for fucking ever. Oh, yeah. He loves the monologue. Dude, he monologues so much. I seriously feel like this is like the Harley Quinn show. Uh, <laughs> and he goes on and on and fucking on, and Baxter Stockman just kind of stares at him and goes, "Oh man, that's uh, that's really heavy. That's real something." Uh, and of course, what do you think Bane's is to that? More monologuing, heavy. Wild well, Baxter Stockman, heavy is the head that wears the crown, Doctor, and the hand that swings the hammer. Uh, <laughs> and- <laughs> And it's like you could just picture Baxter sobbing, like, God damn it, no, dude. That's a f-
1: fucking point. Would yeah, you?
2: fuck, man. You know what? I'm just not going to say shit. Uh, and so he's talking about, like, his, uh, you know, he's got foot soldiers. They're almost ready. Bane's talking about how they're fucking weak. And uh, Baxter's like, no, no, it's fine. You're going to have uh, numbers, uh, you know, and uh, strength in numbers. Uh, and. Uh- <laughs> Uh, the strength of one can overcome the feeble mind of 1,000, says Bane. And, uh, and uh, uh, so they uh, they go back and forth a little bit again there. And they walk down the hallway to find Rocksteady and Bebop kind of strapped up to a table with hoses going to them. And uh, they're just straight up testing Baxter Stocksman's version of Venom on Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh, yeah, they're test tube babies. Oh, yeah uh rock steady of course being the cautious one asking if it's safe and uh bebop whatever it's worth rock look how jacked he is i want to be big like that i don't give a fuck if my testicles shrink uh forgot the procedure inject him and we go back to the turtle's lair and uh there's a heart-to-heart between april and donatello where donatello is just Man, oh man, uh, he is just feeling like shit about this, and she goes crying into uh, April's arms. And uh, I love how April's drawn in this; she is so thick. Um, and uh, we get back into the uh, the living room where the turtles are uh, are well, two of them, uh, Donatello and uh, Michelangelo are sitting on the couch with Casey Jones eating popcorn and they're watching Raphael and Robin fight each other. And this is a hell of a fucking epic battle right now to where none of them have even landed a punch yet. They've just been blocking the whole time. And then sploom, they hit each other at the same time and, uh, they both get cocky about it. April's just like, Whoa guys, maybe we should, uh, keep it friendly here. And, uh, Raphael's like, all it takes is one hit kid. Uh, One one hit and you out, you little punk. Uh, And uh, Robin, Robin gives him a big fucking elbow to the face. Uh, Less talking, more mouth shutting. And uh, you see uh, uh, the other turtles going back, stuffing their face with well, Michelangelo stuffing his face with popcorn. And uh, uh, it's fun. Raphael punches Robin in the face, and he says, "Interesting, you smell like. Interesting, you smell like you should leave a residue, but you don't." Leave a residue. <laughs> uh, all right. So we get back and, uh, uh, Raphael grabs him. He starts squeezing the shit out of him. Robin gets out, uh, puts him in some UFC armbar thing, snaps Raphael's arm. Uh, Raphael's uh, does the, you know, like the spot where, uh, the guy got, got your arm and then like you straight up like, uh, deadlift him and power bomb them. Raphael does that. Davy boy Smith style. The Davy boy Smith. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so he straight-up fucking power bombs Robin. Robin kicks him in the fucking face. And then the door swings open. That's enough, Robin. Uh, <laughs> and you get stunned down for you. Uh, no, uh, they, they come back in, and they're just like, they fucking put a kibosh to that right away. Both of you need to grow up. We're moving in on Bane tonight. And we're going to need all of us together. I. Uh, so they go back to the lab. Uh, Batman's interrogating Baxter. <clears throat> uh, Where are the drugs? Uh, <laughs> and Baxter's just like, "What? What's going on? Where's Wayne?" Uh, so uh, Donatello, he's walking around and he's finding all the fucking vials. And he first he's like, "Maybe this is the mutagen. I don't really know what the fuck this is." And uh, I'm. Baxter Stockman starts fucking laughing. And, uh, uh, you have no idea what's happening here. You shouldn't have come here. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, Donatello goes, looks like we found the source of Stockman's secret ingredient. And there's a whole heck of a lot of it. And it's a giant fucking tub of the venom. They still don't really know what it is. So, uh, Donatello runs his little, uh, uh, spectra, uh, spectrograph, uh, on, uh, on the fucking thing saying that it'll just take a couple of seconds to find out exactly what it is. And he fucking freaks out and goes, oh, crap, guys. I think this is definitely a trap. Uh, and you got kaboom. In comes Rock and Bebop. Big dick energy slinging. Talking about how their blood is made out of tanks. And they're there to fuck shit up and uh, uh robin's just like are there no normal looking villains in this world uh meanwhile when this happens uh those two big clumsy fucking oafs they smash the mutagen which gets all over baxter stockman which happened to have a fly on it i don't know how batman saw it but batman uh, i love this i i this comic book's just fucking fun uh stockman's chemical cocktail mixed with the flies altered his very dna and he turns into the fly uh so we got do you th- think he dates gina davis i think he does oh, i uh that's good yeah i think he I hope uh, she still accepts him i think unlike uh, uh unlike dc's version of uh what they think batman is i think uh baxter Stockman eats eats and Davis's vagina, but of course we know to do that, you have to on it oh, and then disintegrate um, and oh, then munch please. and then munch that box. Alright. So we get uh alright. Alright, let's see. Michelangelo makes a joke about uh, the luchador costume contest memo because a bunch of these foot clan soldiers come out and they all look like Bane. Batman's just like there's no time for fucking jokes. And then of course we got Uh, you and your band of abominations cannot win this is a reality you have no choice to accept and he goes on and on and uh, uh, then he finally ends it with I afford you one I afford you but one simple solitary freedom you submit or die which is weird because it's like Bane just fucking kill them like this is Batman. This He's is kind of cocky though.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like, uh, you know, the normal villain thing. Good god, Bane monologues so far. Fu- I didn't I, I always forgot like how much Bane Honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. I have not read a Bane comic book since 1994, Nightfall the fucking art. Nightfall. Yeah. he monologues in that a lot too. He totally does. Yeah. But I I honestly, dude, this is the first time I've seriously read Bane. Yeah. Since uh, since Azrael fucked him up, yeah, that was it. This is my first time reading Bane. It's been and you'll always read him as Connery. I, 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 I you can't I can't read him on. as a yeah. Mexican wrestler. No, no. I the it's the, be Connery the animated series like the Luchador shit yep. is out the it's window. Gone. It's it's always going to be that fucking Connery gimmick. Yep. All right, man. So uh, I will continue next week with this saga. I'm loving it. I'm having a lot of fun. It's very simple, but God damn it, it is fucking fun.
1: Well, well uh, Mr. Jones, porcupine, what, what name oh, say you, huh? Hmm? This whole what, time. What name you say, huh? Oh. I've been lying in wait under this very structure that looks like, well, I guess it is a table. But you, you have mentioned one name on your putrid lips. What say, what name was that?
2: Tom Hardy. Mmm, no. No, I'm pretty sure I said Tom Hardy. Mm,
1: someone mentioned my dearly departed friend, Mr. Sean Connery. You shan't,
2: you shan't say his name in vain. Why do you bless yourself every time you say his name? Mm. Oh. You do the sign of the cross every time you say Not his everything. name. Not oh, God bless you, Sean. I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never, uh, never you mind,
2: you putrid troglodyte. We went an hour and 20 minutes. Yes, and I was lying in wait the whole time, you see. The whole time waiting for you,
1: Porcupine Jones, to say something irrelevant and ignorant. And you have done just that. Now, now also, you read your comic book. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did. You have one? I do have a comic. You have one, Barry. I have a comic. you got a comic book. Yes, yes, yes. Huh? Yes, yes. Yeah. It makes yeah, me... Do you? Yes, huh? yes. Huh? No. Huh? You, I have huh? You shut your filthy troglodyte mouth, you. you putrid, minuscule, mushy member man. You don't have a penis. But if I did, it would be beautiful. <laughs> yes, you know it to be true. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Yes. Yes,
1: you know. You know it'd be magnificent. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, Baron, you going to read something or not? What's going on here? Okay, yes, comic. Yes, you see. In my book... Open scene one. It looks apparently like a living room with a overfed woman sitting next to a plump gentleman, the gentleman reading a newspaper. You remember what that is, yes? What say you? Paper from news, yes? I I have Hmm? a cell phone. Yes, well, this was before the time of cell phones. The woman of overfed proportions is reading a book. Appears to be a novel of some kind. Perhaps she got it from the library. Down the hall, her door opens. In walks a simple duck. Hmm. The overfed woman says to the man reading the paper from news Here comes Earl. Remember, be gentle but firm. We are absolutely, positively. Not driving himself for the winter. <laughs> you see, he is a duck. <laughs> oh, 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 Gary Larson, you tickled me. You tickled me, Mr. Larson.
2: Was this a farsight comic? Uh,
1: Baron, was, was this a farsight comic? Yes, you read comics and books, yes, right? Hmm? What well, say you, Smitty? Yes? I. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to let this one slide because you're a master storyteller, I must say.
2: Baron. I'll give you this. I actually had, a, a, I think it was like a 1997 uh, desk calendar with uh, all Far Side Comics for each day. Well, yes, that was the prime of Mr. Larson's career in the late 90s. It was a great time. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see... Earlier today, Mr. Porcupine Jones, I referred to you as a troglodyte. Do you know what that is, young man? Those are those things that hang down in caves. That is a stalactite or a
1: stalagmite. I, I honestly get them confused. One hangs from the ceiling, the other from the ground. Your troglodyte is very close, but it is a cave dweller. Now, sir, the fact that you don't know the difference between a stalactite and a stalagmite means to me that perhaps you have never dwelled in a cave. Perhaps you are becoming more civilized with my help, with my expertise. Hmm, perhaps one day, Porcupine Jones and Baron von Korsner III can sit down in peace and watch one of my baby brother's greatest motion pictures, RoboCop Two, in peace and in harmony. Yes,
2: I would. Good day be- to you, sir. Good day, Baron.
1: You guys are making you guys are making progress. It's
2: uh, baby steps,
1: really. Yeah, I mean that uh, the world can learn, perhaps, I, I, and heal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think Baron's done. Yeah, um, thank you, Baron. I uh, today have brought um, the Gilded City conclusion of Black Cat. Now I'm gonna uh, okay. I am going to read the intro because there's a lot of heavy stuff going on here. But I thought this was a very touching comic. Um... It starts off Felicia Hardy, the Black Cat. She had been working alongside her former mentor the Black Fox, older gentleman, to pull off the ultimate heist, breaking into the extra-dimensional vaults of New York Thieves Guild. Now this the Thieves Guild is like the all the thieves working together in one. They're in they're in a unionized contract, okay? Uh, They get health benefits and everything. You could unionize a thieves' guild but but not not professional wrestlers. That's the craziness of the world. Disgusting. Yep, that's the world. Uh, It's currently run by Odessa Drake. Unbeknownst to Felicia, the fox has a secret plan that involves more than just ripping off the guild. When he and Felicia finally gained access to the vaults, which the vaults, by the way, kind of look like Smaug's pile of gold from the Hobbit trilogy and the Hobbit novel. Whichever you you either read or saw first. He struck a deal, the Black Fox did, with the godlike entity inside known as the Gilded Saint. The deal was immortality for himself and Felicia in exchange for the deed to Manhattan. The pact was sealed before Felicia could stop it. And Manhattan was sucked into the vaults. Desperate, Felicia sought the help of the only other person who had an in-depth knowledge of the Gilded Saint, Odessa Drake. Setting aside their differences, the two formed a plan—one that required Felicia to make the perilous journey into the vaults. So it starts with a nice little flashback. We get, uh, we get Coney Island, which we've in previous issues known that's where the Black Fox likes to hang out. Uh, he's sitting there. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. He's sitting there, nice and young looking, and Felicia Hardy, as the black cat comes up, she introduces, hey, how's it going? And he says, oh, he acknowledges her presence, and Felicia Hardy says, do you always end up at Coney Island, don't you? When you're in New York, why are you always here? And he says, well, hello, darling, I suppose so. But then, I suppose I wanted you to find me here. Black cat says, I apologize for trying to kill you back there, but I wasn't trying to be nice. Um... you didn't leave me much of a choice, though. And the black cat says, you know, it's water under the bridge. You know, we're over it because he's also not only gotten himself immortality, but he's given Felicia Hardy immortality as well. Uh, he's asking for forgiveness, but he she, he says you can't understand the horrors of aging and uh, how that affects you. Um, and then uh, Felicia Hardy, you know, she, she acknowledges that she loves the black fox and everything he's done for her. But um, she wants to tell him how she spent her day, and we cut to the present, and it's uh, Felicia Hardy in the vaults, uh, and she's trying to track down the deed to Manhattan. And again, it looks very similar to like Smaug's pile of gold—just gold for days. You can't even make anything out. There's nobody living here. It's just gold and treasures from all uh, times in history. Um, so gold gold in in the hills. Exactly. So (laughs) she's going through and she's looking through the treasures and she finally uses a tracking device to locate the deed to New York. And as she's located the, the deed to New York, she's also talking to the black Fox in present day time. So the, the, the times where she's in the vault, those are flashbacks. Uh, and then, uh, the black fox, he kind of gives her a little flashback of why he called himself the black fox. He said, one day, as a boy, shortly after my mother died, I was taken by a fox that he saw in the forest. And the fox only had three paws. And this is where he realized that he had heard about bear traps and animal traps. And he realized that this fox had gnawed off its own limb to survive another day and knew it's either going to die or saw off something that meant a lot to you to keep surviving. And that's how he, the black fox, lived his life. He's always said that he's a coward of death. He doesn't want to die. That's why he made this deal. Uh, that's when we find out that the black cat, Felicia Hardy, had put a device on the deed to New York to blow it up after she had made a deal with the Gilded Saint that... Um, she would. She told the Guild of Saint the Black Fox was going to double cross him. You know he, he, he the deed isn't the deed to Manhattan is not going to hold up. He's double crossing you. He wanted eternal life and now he's going to take Manhattan back. And the Guild of Saint says no, that's not going to happen. And right as he says that, that's when the deed to New York blows up. She fulfills the prophecy that she said. So she goes back, the Gilda St. comes up, he grabs the black fox in present day as they're sitting on Coney Island, and he's dragging him down to hell. And as he's dragging him down to hell, Felicia Hardy's in tears because her mentor that she loves, she's just double-crossed, but she knew it was for the greater good. Um, and he looks at her and he says, that's very clever, darling. Very clever indeed. I've never been more proud of you. And you see Felicia Hardy look up at him, and she's got a tear rolling down her cheek, and she says, I love you, Fox. And that's where the the black fox, he says, I love you too, Felicia. And he's dragged through the earth down to hell. Felicia Hardy is in despair.
2: Um, it was just like that uh, Terminator 2 where his hand's out, and then it just turns to a thumbs up.
1: It wasn't a thumbs up quite, but oh, was it very, a similar? very <laughs> similar. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you bitch. Uh, then we go to the current day later in the day, and we see uh, Felicia Hardy with Odessa Drake. Uh, they formulated this plot together. They don't think that they can work together. They've had a previous relationship. Uh, they realize they've just saved Manhattan, so they en- en- embrace in a kiss. And they both know it's not going to work long-term, but, uh, you know, they just saved the world, so at least they'll have tonight. Oh, tonight. Whoa. <laughs> So many tonight songs. So That's many tonight's. what you went with. So many tonight's, um, but yeah, um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, a nice wrap up to the series. It took me forever to fucking find this book. Like it was back ordered fucking everywhere. Well, yeah, you were really into back well, there. Well, they 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 said that uh, something monumental was going to happen for her character, and I'm I'm guessing it's that she's starting a a uh, homosexual relationship with Odessa Drake. I don't know if she is. I'm into it. Yeah, you know, yeah, okay. I don't know if she's bisexual, homosexual. I would think bisexual because she's had relationships with Peter Parker. I just so, want her whatever. to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, But I think that was the reason they they hubbed it up. But I really liked the the closure to her and Black Fox. I thought it was a beautiful little That's closure nice, to man. their mentor-mentee yeah, relationship. Nothing like seeing your mentor get dragged to hell. Yeah, you know, the once, you know, I was but the learner, but now
2: I am the master. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, oh, man. That's rough. Getting dragged to hell, it happens. Just like Sam Raimi's "Dragged Drag Me to Hell." Uh, well, my friend. I guess this concludes our episode. It very well could. Yes. Do you have any uh, words of wisdom? Anything in closing, my friend? Uh, I was just gonna say, if you're going
1: to, if you're going to go into the Bunta Eve classic, you just want to make sure that you got your couplings lined up. And if there's a an annoying little Doug, who's won every fucking race at the Eve Classic, fucking Doug, I would think not Doug Funny, just Doug the species, like a dig Doug. Uh, he digs Saboba, oh. Saboba, he digs, but he's a Doug, and he's a son of a bitch, and he might be bending the rules a little bit. Now you could probably uh get someone like a Gascano. Or a Ben Quadraneros, or an Odie Mandrell on your side. But uh there's only one person who's gonna got a chance in hell of beating a Cebulba at the Bounty Classic. Do you know who that would be, Micah? Oh porcupine? Pro- uh probably Anakin. And what, what does Anakin like to say? Well he likes about
2: that particular sport at the Bounty Eve Classic. Uh, he says uh I uh, I know bye! Damn right he does! That's right! <laughs> <laughs>